You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're in Indianapolis. There's literally a party going on outside. It's <laughs> yeah. not even noon, I don't think. But we're joined by Megan Gailey, proud daughter of Indiana. Mayor. Indiana? Indiana. Indiana, man. Indiana. I ride hard for Indy. Indiana. Not so Slightly less. <laughs> I sort of, I'm sort of loving it, to be honest. There's a lot of space. You can walk everywhere. Anytime I come to these cities, I like to lean on the locals mm-hmm. to tell me, Where's the spots to go? What are the fun things to do? And so it is a town that has a great airport. Yes. It really prides itself on hosting large scale events. Right. And especially in the sports like area, Final Four, always the Indy 500. I guess I feel a little better to hear you don't like most Midwestern cities. I love Midwestern cities because I love an inferiority complex. Like, when you're talking to people, they're like, sorry, you're an indie. Let me buy you a drink. Like, we come to it feeling like we know you don't want to be here. I brought pastries. I know. Did any of your other guests bring shit? You know? Like, I'm like, I need you guys to like it, so I'm going to go above and beyond because I know you don't want to be here. You know, it could be, I could like it here and identify with that. Because I'm from Boston. Yeah. And so just the inferiority complex being compared to New York, like it was just like everybody was always ready to fight somebody. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. Yeah. Your Boston inferiority complex is much more hostile. It's much more hostile. Than the Midwestern inferiority complex. Everyone here is so kind. Very kind. Charlotte won't shut up about it. Like last night at dinner, you're like, oh. (laughs) The, the, the waiter was just kind of like, hey, uh, can I get you guys? Oh, yeah, I got you. No problem. And he walks away and Charlotte's like, oh, my God. Yeah. The well, I'm sorry. You try going out to dinner in New York City. They're, they're mad like, at Here's you. your food. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get and you're sitting here. on top of someone. Here you really do have space. Even in Los Angeles when I go out to eat, it's like I've got someone who is on seven seasons of NCIS <laughs> serving me who's livid. And it's here. It's like their dream is to bring you a steak. They would, you know? They would love nothing more Absolutely. than to make sure you get your mashed potatoes. And do my pants fit? No. That's why I'm in a full sweat outfit right now. Right now, I washed my jeans before coming, and then I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> like, I've been eating terribly since being here. <laughs> Listen, I just, I think we need to convince Amin. I grew up in New York, and we hated Indiana. We yeah. hated Reggie Miller. We yep. Hated, yep, yep, yep. hated that guy, that stupid guy with the sign. Love that, that guy. Yeah. Charlotte, in the 90s, the Pacers played in Market Square Arena. With oh. the and when they would, like, have the ball or whatever in the fourth quarter, of big games, they would play indie car racing noises, mm-hmm. and it just yeah, and it was the most annoying sound. It's it's dumb and dumber. It's you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's also it's loud, loud as shit. Yeah, I never once thought about it. there are people over there that actually like that shit. Did you <laughs> like that shit? 
Loved it. Oh my God. Loved it. I, I, but I, I understand you. My, I share a birthday with Michael Jordan and, you know, grew up loving 90s basketball. And people were like, that's amazing. I'm like, I hate Michael Jordan. Like, Michael Jordan yeah. ruined my childhood. <laughs> the Pacers would have rings if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. And now I have an appreciation for him after watching um, The Last Dance because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's mean in the way that I mean. And so <laughs> I like him oh, now. Oh, he but- keeps score the way I keep yeah, score. He's oh, petty. Amazing. He's petty and so am I. Yeah. We're not so different, you and so I. So <laughs> maybe we are birthday twins and, you know, we may have like the same Aquarius chart. I was going to say it's a zodiac. Yes. Situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you so excited about the Pacers this year? Like, what is beyond, it like? Beyond, like, a small market is you guys didn't grow up having to deal with that. So a place like this, when someone becomes a star here, it's huge. Yeah. And we're used to losing our stars. And I totally understand that. You know, it's like, I don't live here. So I get why Paul George didn't want to. <laughs> like, people come here, they sort of, like, make a name. Obviously, Reggie stayed the whole time. Mm-hmm. Someone like Tyrese, I think he really does like it here. And I think he's been such an ambassador for the team, Mm -hmm. which in a small market, the team is then a representation of the entire city. So with Anthony Richardson being like the new face of the Colts, Tyrese being the new face, it's like that makes people come downtown. There's these new, fun, young black men succeeding in Indianapolis. And I think that's huge. Yeah. And so it's been so much fun. Tyrese also lives in my parents' neighborhood. Stop it. Um, he's like behind an extra set of gates, so we don't get to drive by his house. <laughs> but sometimes I will see his very specific car and we wave to him. And I think he's just a- It's an astral van, by the way. Yeah. I, no, it's, I'll tell you what it is. It's yeah. like, a, I realized it because I was watching on the NBA app like a day in the life of Tyrese Halliburton. I am one of the people that clicks on that and watches that multiple times. And they were in his car and he drove by my parents' Stop house. It. I saw it Stop in the background. It. And I was like, that's my parents' house. Um, and so I I end up really like I'm not mad at Andrew Luck. I'm not mad at Oladipo. I'm not mad at Paul George. Like I totally get when people want to leave here, right. but I really want people to stay here. And we have to do that through trades and the draft. And now we've got this ambassador, I think without doing any tampering, he's helping <laughs> other guys be like, listen, you can get a massive house here. Yeah. And the games are selling out again. And it's just like a young, fun team that yeah. I love. I think that's the crazy thing. Is it's like, it's one thing <clears throat> that we have a star player, right? Yeah. But it's another thing that we have a star player who, because of which we play probably the most fun style of basketball yeah. in the league. Yeah. They're, up, they're up-tempo. They score a shit ton of points. Mm-hmm. And so I think that helps too. It's not just, hey, we've got a star player and we're good, but it's like, it's kind of boring. They're putting on a show. They're putting they on a show. They absolutely are. I mean, Obi Toppin seems happier here yes. and he's from 100%. New York, but he's getting to play. Do we need a dog? Of course. And so I'm hoping that like a veteran wants to come in and really get down and dirty. Oh my God, Marcus Smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, PJ Tucker seems upset. Ooh, you know? PJ like, Tucker's big mad out. In- and, and he's one, he's probably my number one NBA crush. So, <laughs> PJ Tucker? Love P- I have a real. <gasps> I'm always drawn to sneaker heads. Unfortunately, my husband has like 300 pairs of sneakers and it's the bane of my existence. I absolutely hate it. And then, but like, I do like a man with some style and some anger. 
you know, and that's really, and that's what I like in Peter my Tucker has too. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I, that's why you love basketball. <laughs> absolutely. I fouled out of every game when I played basketball. And like youth girls basketball scored zero points, lit it up with fouls. That's so, so metal. <laughs> they were like, she can't play contact sports. <laughs> <laughs> why, why does she have a helmet on? <laughs> it's with a mouth guard over. I love doing prediction talk. Okay. Right? So <clears throat> the Pacers, obviously before the trade deadline, they did a yeah. huge deal to get Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Which I think is that's kind of their announcement of, hey, we're not content with just being. Oh, they want to win now. They want to win now. Yeah. So it's not quite there yet no. in terms of. You don't contending. think Doug McDermott put us over the edge? <laughs> <laughs> that what? feels like a name from Indianapolis. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, he's thank the, God. <laughs> he's from Iowa. He's from Iowa. Yeah, he loves corn. Which is for sure. yeah. the same shit. It's, yeah, like, well. That's as a coastal elite. I'm like, of same course. Uh, what, of and we, when I'll tell people I'm from Indy, and they're like, I have a friend from Cleveland. It's like <laughs> six hours away. Happy to know them. Fly, they call you a flyover state. I know. So I know. Just look out the window. Wave, <laughs> You're going to leave Indy loving it by the time. Am I? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> all right so predictions pacers how good are they going to be this year mm -hmm. and then how long do you think before it's like hey a finals trip maybe even a championship i think them winning a playoff series this year mm -hmm. would feel massive right so if they could make it to the second round of the playoffs, I would be very, very happy. And then I think we would all be left wanting more. Yeah. Of like, that was great. That's not necessarily enough. I think the in-season tournament was helpful to get some of these guys some real playoff-adjacent experience. exposure, right? Like the, yeah. idea of, the idea that, hey, there's only one game that's happening right now yeah. and the world is watching us. Yes. And the media crush. Also, even before that, though, like when they played the Celtics and the TNT guys were like, well, this is only the second time Tyrese, Tyrese has, has been, been on prime time. TNT. Yeah. It's like, how is that possible? And it, it's because the small market. So it gave it. Yeah. A, and he came from a small market. Yeah. So I, I think that this year, that's what I would love to see if they finish around like the five or six. Wow. Um, no play in for us. I want no play in for us. I want to safely in. And then I think we are a piece away and. It's tricky because we've owned the Bucks this year, but it is the regular season. We talk about it all the time, yeah. like we that the on our wish list, yeah. we want Pacers Bucks to happen. Oh, so badly, yeah, because it's sort of this low key feud. No, it's of, a like, real these two really sweet, like <laughs> Tyrese and Giannis. Yeah. It's like I would want both of you to babysit my child. You both seem like angels. Milwaukee versus Indy, like we would have to have like a nice off, <laughs> and we would be doing like yo mama jokes. But it's like she's really beautiful, and so well, I, I think we're I think we're a piece away, a defensive piece, unless Miles really like gets starts throwing some some bows. I would love to see what we do in the offseason, but I do think Siakam was like a great indicator of like this ownership is not is it does not really go after pieces. Right. And I think they see what they have yeah. and go, this is a time to do it. The East feels it's it's Fluid. crowded, but you Fluid. can yeah. you can break through. Yeah. And so I think one big piece in the off season, and I could see us in the Eastern Conference Finals next year. Wow, I'm just imagining Tyrese like 
going by Giannis. He's like, oop, yeah. just, just sneak by you here. <laughs> I got I to gotta walk through. Um, some of that is my husband's a Lakers fan. So, like, I do delusion rubs off. And so I hear him say crazy things. Like, here's <laughs> that I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to dream. I want to dream big, too. Spencer Dinwiddie is the missing piece. Oh, like, things like that. Of course, of course. Spencer Dinwiddie of five years ago, maybe. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a funny thing that, you know, you're a Lakers, uh, excuse me, you're a Pacers fan. Your husband's a Lakers fan. Your husband's a Knicks fan. Yeah. He's a huge Celtics fan. And I like. I'm, he, we've already had the conversation. He looked at me and he was like, if they're both in the Eastern Conference finals, you know, what are we going to do? Divorce. And I was, he was like, should I get a, like a place for a week and a half? Yeah, or, absolutely. He should know. leave. How do you, how, I mean, obviously the Lakers and the Pacers haven't been good at the same time in quite a while. Yeah. But how do you guys handle that? Well, I'm a real fan. I've been a fan of the Pacers since I was born. And my husband became a Lakers fan when LeBron joined the Lakers. So we deal with it by he's not real. And I'm ride or die. So I make fun of him. And we let our son, I, I, I'm of the school of thought, if you want to have a Western Conference team and an Eastern Conference team, mm-hmm. that's fine. We obviously live in Los Angeles. You're, we live close to crypto. I get that he's going to like them, but I really do want him. Yeah. No, no, no. There's something very romantic about liking the team, like where your mom of came course. from. Like to be like, make him like a Pacer. Don't make him a Pacers fan. He had he has a Reggie jersey. Okay, he yeah. has a Halliburton jersey, but then he also has like a lot of Lakers gear. It, but you know what the funny thing is? Like I'm thinking about this kid, and when he, I just in my mind is like, when he's ten years old, he's going to go to school and. Hey, what's your favorite team? Pacers. And I'm like, why, why are you a Pacers fan? Then I thought about what if 10 years from now, like Tyrese Halliburton has become the best player in the league. Yes. And the Lake, the uh, Pacers have become like this dynasty. <laughs> yep. And like, if people ask, why are you a Pacers fan? It's like, oh, you're a bandwagon, of no. course. Like, no. He's like, day one. I, I'm, I'm a bandwagon, but my mom is not well. <laughs> um, and the Pacers also, they love me. You know, they send me merch. I have a good relationship with them. What did the Lakers send my husband? Nothing. No. So if my son wants free stuff, he's got to... he got to follow the money. He's got to rock with the Pacers. Follow the money. <laughs> yeah. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in the draft lottery on May 12th. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 
Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Megan, you brought us a bribe. I brought you a bribe. Yeah, you could call it that. The Midwest teaches you you never show up to someone's podcast empty-handed. Oh, my God. So you got to bring stuff. I brought you some pastries from Patachu, which is a very famous indie, like, female-owned, locally-owned, great place. So we've got two cinnamon sugar scones. Oh, my God. One mini vegan chocolate, because I did know we had some coastal elites coming. <gasps> and then And then three croissants. Oh, too. my God. Croissant is my favorite. Hot dogs and croissants. Do you like a corn dog? Yes. I love a corn dog. I love... Um, and then they were like, do you want butter? And I was like, hell yeah, I want butter. So, so you then brought- there's a little bag of butter, <laughs> too. It's just a bag of butter. Okay, bag that's butter. the most Midwestern thing. Bag you of butter. You brought us a bag of... Wow, it looks whipped. It is whipped. I love They package that. Oh, I my watched, God. I watched You them. need to... Are you going to... You know what? Let's see. I, I want to try a little bit of everything. I don't... Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, my God. That's a good, that's a good croissant. This is phenomenal. I love pastries so much. Mm-hmm. You know what Indy does really well, too? Ranch. Ranch? Some of the best ranch you'll ever have in your life. Is really? Here. Oh, yeah. I would dip a croissant in ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that would be amazing. Ham and cheese like dipped ranch, ranch is ranch, right? No, mm. nope, 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 nope. Spoken like a man who lives in Phoenix. <laughs> a homemade ranch really can put you over the top. It's ranch. What, what's Phoenix culinary scene? Tacos. Tacos, mm. okay. You live in LA, so you probably feel the same way. Great tacos. If I leave those places and go like, here, or even yeah, New yeah. York, whatever, and someone's no. like, oh, let's go get Mexican. I'm like, I'm not getting Mexican That's, food here. I know. I say that to my mom all the time. It's like, impossible. You cannot tell me you have a good Mexican food anywhere, no. like, in the Northeast. It would be like someone telling you that the ranch is amazing here. It just, it just doesn't compete. I just realized for a second there while you were talking, I completely blacked out because I was just thinking <laughs> about the pastries. <laughs> Thank you so much. These were unbelievable. Awesome. What do you miss about Indianapolis when you're in LA? I miss how cheap it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was out with like my best friend last night and like a man poured me a drink that was like this, like a w- glass of yeah. wine yeah. And, and then gave it to me for free. <laughs> Just because. And I'm like, that would never happen. Like I do look, I do point at houses and just tell my husband how much they are. And I'm like, that house is $14, <laughs> you know, that, and, and it really, I do miss that. I miss the kindness. I miss, LA is a city that's so built around one certain industry. Mm-hmm. And if you are not doing well in that one certain industry, it can kind of drive you insane. And here it's like, that's just not a factor. People are kind, you know? You'll get a blizzard at DQ and the woman will tell you, God bless you. And you're like, do I seem like I need that? Yes. Like it's really, they go, you know, they go above and beyond. And I, my parents are here and I wish that I had free childcare like yeah. all my friends oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, that's, that's the, by the way, that's the biggest cheat code when you have kids. You have to have either you or your significant other's parents <coughs> there because you just have to, I look, I'm here. You're I'll in Indianapolis be, right now. Yeah, I was like, I'll be yeah. back in five days and I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to check in or anything. I'm going to come back. You don't check in. Don't check in. You don't check in. No, I mean, neither of our parents are in Los Angeles. And so 
There is a phrase that I have come to be very comfortable with since giving birth, though, which is there's no such thing as free help. Mm -hmm. So when my parents, my mom, my dad's not really doing a lot. <laughs> when my mom is watching my kid, it's like, I also got to kind of like manage what my mom needs. Oh. And like, yeah. I know she's going to book club being like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and so it's like, I'm having to buy her earrings and get her massages. <laughs> I mean, she's telling book club that she's raising this child as a single mother and she's seeing an two days every six weeks, you know? So this is this is the fun part, right? You said, oh, my dad isn't really doing much. <laughs> when the kid gets older, your yeah. dad is going to be more involved. And let me just tell you, you're going to wish it was back when it's this. Because I'm watching the Super Bowl with my kids, Yeah. right? And kicker's about to kick and makes the kick. And my kid, my one of my twins, says, laces out. And I said, <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> Well, Grandpa made us watch Ace Ventura. I'm like, that's not a children's movie. What I is disagree. What I said, that's what I said, Megan. I think that's a very educational that's film. not a children's movie. Is your dad a big sports fan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad played college football. Okay. Um, people will ask, like, how I got into sports, and it's because I have two older brothers, and I wanted my dad to love me the most. <laughs> and did it work? It absolutely worked. My wedding was gorgeous. Like I had, my wedding was way better than my brother's too. You grew up in Indiana. You're obviously a huge Pacers fan. Yeah. You were here and then you left. Yes. You actually applied to work at the. I did apply to work at the Children's Museum. Didn't get the job. <laughs> Said and then, I I started doing stand up here. Did it very very briefly. The mm -hmm. scene has changed like so dramatically. I probably would have stayed here if the scene then was like it is now. Really? I knew someone who was very dumb who moved to Chicago and I was like, if they can do it, I can do it. And the same thing happened with New York. It just like takes one person to be like, what? they can live yeah. there? Yes. Then I can totally do it. <laughs> and so I kept kind of doing that. Um, lived in Chicago for five years, New York for two, and then I've been in Los Angeles for eight. And, and that's the path. I feel like being a stand-up comic, I, like all my friends are stand-up <clears throat> comics, I always say to them like, it's an insane, thing to do yeah like working in comedy cool standing up in front of a room full of strangers and saying I hope they laugh at the things I'm about to say is it just I, I I can't imagine what's the mentality it takes to want to do that not to do it to want to do yeah that. well you have to be mentally ill and so that's sort of step one and and the mental illness needs to be like not so grand. Yes. You've really got to like keep There's it. There's a sweet spot of mental Yes, illness. and then yeah. and then you move on to like the sweet spot of like narcissism. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of juggling all of those. And now I'm also a mom too. So to like be a mom and a stand-up comedian, they really don't <laughs> naturally go together. And so I'm. You know. Has it changed how you yeah. do your comedy? Absolutely. How so? What's the? Well, a lot of diaper jokes now. No, no, I luckily do not talk that much about his poop because I really think about he is going to yeah. see this, and I live in constant fear <laughs> of that. Also, more people should live in fear of that. They Hold should. On. Like, I love the idea that your child is going to grow up one day and is going to watch your content, but only the content you made after he was born. The stuff that mom was they telling jokes about before I was born? No, that, that didn't exist. Well, he, but it would be about him. Yeah, I mean, he has seen, I mean, he's like a baby, so he doesn't know what's going on. But like we show him 
my we've shown him like my late night set right. yeah. and he definitely gets excited says mama he saw me do stand up in person for the first time really? two weeks ago oh. and he rushed the stage <laughs> and then was like pick me up pick me up luckily it was like a show for babies um, <laughs> but yeah I'm doing shows for babies you know yeah. that's how great my career is going <laughs> right now dogs babies and I do worry about it I, I talk a lot about like I realized through being pregnant and having a child, a lot of people don't really know what goes into that. And so my my set now ends up being kind of like a sex ed TED talk without without knowing that. I've, I've seen it on the yeah. Instagram post that you put up and it's very funny. Thank and you. And also very informative. Yeah. Because you it's no joke. <clears throat> yeah. a notepad and like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. So for children, no. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> makes me happier than seeing men cringe <laughs> as I'm talking about what my body went through. And it's usually guys that look like they like love UFC. <laughs> and it's like, you can't <laughs> listen to me talk about childbirth, <laughs> baby. But you'll watch someone split their yeah. eyebrow open. Like you love cauliflower ear, but the process of a child coming into this world is too much for you. So much like stand-up comedy, yeah. natural childbirth to me Ooh. is like the craziest thing. Like you willingly well, had a human being come out of there. It's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it terrifies me. Um, would like to do it. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing about like stand-up comedy. You're like, I would like to do this. It's horrifying. And like giving birth, I feel like the, is maybe. The physics just doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. And my son, he's eight pounds. He was eight oh, pounds when he oh came out. God. But I'm from Indiana. You know, I was like, I'm built for this. Like, <laughs> like you see these LA my whole life for this. You're like, you're going to break in half. But like, I got wide hips. <laughs> I've been eating pork tenderloin sandwiches since I was a baby. Like, I am ready to give birth. <laughs> Okay, so I've won you over on indie, and then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see if like my parents can come down, and I've got a couple hundreds in my, in my purse. I feel like I could really make this happen today. I like, I like the idea of like. How the, much the, would it cost this, to, to, to oh, you? Oh, the money was for me. I thought it should be. No, for you. Oh, well, in that case, I'm for sale. <laughs> Here we are. It's on the grill. Okay. This Man. mac and cheese is like, my family will fight over the last bite of this. This is legendary. Oh my God. You were not kidding. Oh this my is God. out of control. Jewish penicillin. This is the right Jewish food penicillin. for snow. Yes. Oh, real hot. Isn't it hot? That's a hot oh, ball. How do I bite this? I, you can. I feel like Anna. You got to get your Indiana mouth. How? You got a Thousand Island under your armpit. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the pastrami. Yeah. Wow. This is a Shapiro's classic. So we've got carrot cake, a layer of cheesecake. No. Carrot cake, cream, cheese, frosting. What? Where oh. has this been all my life? This has been in Indianapolis. That's wow. why you had to come here. Okay? You do need to sort of unhinge your... Everything is tall. <laughs> Everything is tall Rick food. Smith's. Ooh. Do I have anything on my face? No. Now you're now you're a Hoosier. Now we're cooking. This is decadent. That's yeah. I don't know if I want to stay in Indiana, but I do want to stay here at Shapiro's. Okay, that's a so win. I